0: Hey, welcome to Kickin' Gags. I'm your host Phoenix Trinidad, and if you're new to the show, well, you're calling new to the show because I'm new to the show. It's a brand new show by Zero Hanger. Um, This is a really laid back look at all things footy, it's me, a comedian chatting to other comedians about footy and AFL and everything in between, it's really fun and today's guest is Sarah Marie Cameron who you might know from Triple M, she's also a stand up comedian, she's also the game day activation person at quarter time for Richmond Tigers home games you know you know the person that comes out at like quarter time and three quarter time and gets the fans going and like at these games they kick a ball into a bucket of paint and I, I honestly can't remember what she said that they do at Richmond home games, uh, because <laughs> this was this was recorded a couple of weeks ago during the Melbourne Comedy Festival when Sarah was enjoying a very good run of her show called One Womb Please, which she will be taking on the road sometime this year. So give Sarah a follow on socials at Sarah Marie Life on Instagram, and in the meantime, enjoy this episode of Kick and Gags with Sarah Marie Cameron. Sarah Cameron, welcome to Kick and Gags.
1: Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>
0: this
1: is great. And we've got our peppermint tea as we well. We do have a
0: nice peppermint tea. <laughs> um, We're so I'll, hardcore. Yeah, I'll charge you after. Okay. Yeah. Don't What's like the that? going
1: rate for a peppermint tea? The same as a sticky back in the day?
0: The, the box is like three bucks. So you owe me a couple of cents. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. This is Kick and Gags. We're uh, just comedians talking about footy. Mm-hmm. Um, most people will probably know you from Triple M and working the quarter time and the, the game day stuff at, for Richmond. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How how'd you get into that?
1: All radio is yeah. really how that all came about and I've been doing it for a really long time across multiple codes as well. So I think AFL might have been the second or third code that I was doing. Right. And yeah, so I was working in Sydney and I was working with the A-League and hosting the... Games for Central Coast Mariners. Oh, right, yeah. And then when I was there, the there big was dogs. Yeah, hey, they were at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll no, have you know great. they were top of the table. Absolutely that amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm interviewing Rogic on debut, and I'm like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing. We're at the same height. We a, are the I same height. I interviewed Jamara the other day, and I'm like, God, <laughs> and he's like ten years younger than me.
1: I'm still, I'm still doing this. Yeah. I, I need like a little box yeah. <laughs> to stand on sometimes. But <laughs> a lot of the athletes are, are very gracious when I'm interviewing them. So they kind of bend down a little bit, but I was working with Central Coast Mariners and um, there was a a lot of whispers going around about who they were going to get for GWS for their inaugural season. Ah. And I got the call up, which was amazing. So I got to host their home games along with an awesome guy called Stu. And while I was working with them, then I met some more people from the AFL and I'd said, oh, I want to move back down to Melbourne. Melbourne's where I'm from. And they said, oh, okay, well, when you head back down there, we'll have a meeting. And then I ended up having a meeting with Richmond Football Club. And I okay. didn't want to tell anyone, particularly my family, because I'm a genuine Richmond supporter. And okay, I that spent, was going to
0: be my next question. Yeah, yeah.
1: grown up, barracking for them. Darren Gaspar, number two on my uh, on my beautiful wool, yeah, old school warm, oh. Guernsey, love it, still have I,
0: it. I, I play, when I played juniors, we yeah. had the wool Guernseys, and they were the worst thing ever. I know they're
1: the worst to play in, yeah, but I love it, and I've still got the as top. a fan, they're great, yeah. yeah, absolutely. To go to the footy, they're fine, keep you warm yeah, in winter, yeah.
0: but to sweat in, nah.
1: So when I had the interview, I wasn't telling mum, and normally I'd tell my mum everything. My mum and my dad, they've been so supportive of my entire career. And I would tell them, oh, I've got to chat with this person and this person, or I might be going here. I didn't want to tell mum because she also goes to Richmond. And I thought... if I get this interview and I don't get the gig mum's going to be disappointed in me, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell her yeah. and then I ended up getting the gig I called her she screwed the house down she yes. was like woohoo free tickets <laughs> that's what she thought uh, <laughs> meanwhile she's had a membership the whole time anyway yeah 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 she's got, a long yeah, <laughs> she's got it there and, and I for 10 years I get to go and I get to go and hang out with mum and my family I've got heaps of family members that go for yeah. Richmond as well so yeah I've been working with with the Richmond Football Club for over a decade, which feels ridiculous. Yeah, that blew my mind when yeah. you told me that. Yeah. And then in amongst that, tennis, basketball. Yeah. Um, I've done NRL, I've done cricket and I've done soccer, but I can't do it all. There's, yeah. There's a lot of overlapping in the You've pictures. got a lot going on. But- You've got to really... Pick and I'm fortunate to be in a position to work for the teams that I genuinely go for. Yeah. So I work for Richmond yeah. and in the WNBL I work for the Melbourne Boomers as okay. well.
0: Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, you got it, you got it all set up. Yeah. But then how does that work when you're when like you know Richmond are going great? Like, oh, when, you mean like now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think back to the premierships, yeah, yeah. which I'm thankful for because we were nowhere near a premiership when we were starting. Yeah, I guess it was sort of the bounce back up kind of when I joined the fold for Richmond and that was really exciting too to yeah. be there and watch the so build. much change that was happening, particularly from 2013, 2014, 2015, yeah. and you could really see that momentum that was picking up, particularly 2016. So that was really exciting. You, mm. you always hear that, oh, you know, when you're there in the tough times and then you go up to the good times, someone's going to be able to articulate better than me. But you know yeah. what I mean? Businesses <laughs> will say it all the time. Bosses will say it all the time. Yeah,
0: Makes it worth it. It all does. Th- yeah.
1: So that was really incredible being there. Um, it was like a Christmas day for me. Yeah. And at the time, the the first premiership of the lot that we won, I was working at the Fox at the time. Okay. And, yeah, I've worked at a few radio stations. <laughs> and I said to them, I'm going to need to take a couple of days off here because so, yeah. I'm, I'm hosting the live site for Richmond. I've got a cross that I get to do for the grand final. And then if we win, well, it's going to be a huge celebration. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not showing up for work. So, so that, were, you be, were you meant to be working that? The Sunday. Well, uh, oh, I, worked the Sunday. The, I worked the
1: whole Saturday for Richmond. Yeah. And then I was meant to be working, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday at the Fox. I said, I think... I'm going to need you guys to cover me for at least the Sunday yeah. and let's see how I go for the Monday. I made it to work on the Monday, <laughs> but I definitely needed the Sunday, particularly for the cup presentation.
0: Right, of course. You've got to be there, yeah, oh. where every player is wearing sunglasses.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the staff as well. <laughs> yeah. It was it was huge for everybody involved, anybody who had, you know, an invested interest for Richmond. That was absolutely incredible to yeah. be there for that. that.
0: Well, that was because I'm a D supporter, obviously, yeah. and like, you know, as amazing as twenty twenty one was, it, like I was on the couch the entire time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So and we kind
0: of—I feel like I missed a little bit of it, but still, like I'll—I'll I'll die happy knowing that I witnessed.
1: You got one my premiership, yeah. yeah but yeah. you didn't get to, you know.
0: I didn't get to pay a thousand dollars Break windows on Swan Street, or I didn't break
1: windows on Swan Street. That was ridiculous. That. Yeah. That is one of the craziest things, and it'll never be able to be replicated. And they that, tried again the second time; it well, didn't even come close. I
0: only made it to I only made it to Swan Street on the 2019 Grand Final. Yeah, and like it, I would have the time of my life. Like, yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm not a. Richmond supporter and also it was like a blowout grand final and it was the second time he's won in two, like three years. Yes yeah. So I had no right to be partying as hard as I did but it was amazing. It was such a conflict. I can't imagine what 2017 was.
1: Well 17 was crazy that was momentous especially we were able to get my mum a ticket to the grand final and that was really special
0: mm.
1: To get mum there it makes me emotional thinking about her. <laughs> my mum loves Richmond so much and she's yelling and she's got everything yellow and black. You should see her. She has her makeup yellow and black. She's got her Richmond earrings. She's got her <laughs> clacker there as well. She's one of those. She is so loud. Like my mum is full Richmond Nuffy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the household that I grew up in. My dad's Collingwood as well. Very controversial. Yeah. Um, so we were able to get mum a ticket, which was super special. She had to sit on her own. We were only, only yeah, able so to get Yeah, so she her. was by herself. She was by herself. She did not care. Yeah. She was in a row with all these other Richmond supporters. So she was having the time of her life. Yeah. And then, uh, the rest of my family, uh, a couple of like my, bro- one of my brothers, one of my sisters, some of our cousins and stuff, they went to the Richmond live site. And they weren't even Richmond fans, but they were invested for us. They yeah. were invested for mum, my brother who lives in Canada, he couldn't make it out for that grand final. So he was watching over in Canada and they just jumped on the bandwagon yeah. for us, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then we all met up at Swan Swan Street afterwards, which was crazy.
0: That's that's insane. We could have walked down the
1: street. We had to go a street back and walk parallel to get there. And then there's this awesome Japanese store. I was like, Mum, I need some sushi. (laughs) Come meet me here. The place is BYO as well. I was like, we've got it sorted. We've nipped into (laughs) Coles and we can land on the way. (laughs) We are sweet. And then the whole family got together and we just kept celebrating afterwards. It was Unbelievably special. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, 2019, my brother actually got to fly out from Canada for that. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so he checked his passport this time. That was the only thing that stopped him yeah. in 2017. He was about to book flights, God. didn't have a valid passport.
0: <laughs> wow. Wait, yeah. So he, he was living in living Yeah, there, so yeah. he's
1: lived in Canada my whole life. Yeah. And then when we were looking the goods in 2019, I called him and I said, just get your passport ready.
0: Book a ticket. And yeah. book,
1: booked the ticket. Got him a ticket and then he got to go to the grand final with mum. And that couldn't have gone
0: any better for him too. (laughs) Like no anxiety the entire day. I know.
1: It was was amazing. Well, yeah, so it's funny because for me, I had a lot of anxiety because my cousin's Jeremy Cameron. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) What? So a lot of my family are from a small town called Dartmoor. That's where my dad was born. And a lot of my family still live out that way. Dartmoor, Warnable, Mount Gambier, and all that family travelled to Melbourne to watch Jeremy in oh, the grand no. final. I mean, it's, you know, it's GWS, they're in the grand final. So it was huge. And he got
0: belted. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: So how, how was that aftermath, though? Because, like, that has to be a huge conflict because, obviously, Richmond, well, Tony Alive, second one in three years, but also your cousin's crying in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. It's so hard. Whenever, whenever he plays against Richmond, you know, I always want him to go well. I always want him yeah. to kick a bag. Yeah. You know, I, I want him to win. Yeah. The, you know, like that's.
0: It's fine now because he's got one. Exactly, he got I can't his redemption, at the time. and that
1: was incredible. So one of my other brothers and I, we went to the grand final last year. Yeah. And then we were able to be in the rooms with his parents afterwards. It was a phenomenal celebration. So I was yeah. happy for that. Yeah. So I feel like I've lived the best of both worlds. So <laughs> you really
0: have. I've
1: seen Richmond get there, well, uh, in person, to premierships, yeah. and then be able to see Jez have that sort of success as well. And see what that brings to the family. Yeah. And also the community. Yeah. Like there's a big sign in Dartmoor <laughs> that's all for gents, Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um,
0: there's a few players that came from Dartmoor, right?
1: It's a very small town, but mm-hmm. out that neck of the woods, yeah, there are a couple of players, but Dartmoor is yeah. tiny. Right. Absolutely. It's a such a tiny town. Yeah. I haven't even been. To Dartmoor, I've driven out that way, but I haven't stopped oh, much so- longer than a coffee in Dartmoor. <laughs> I need to make up for that.
0: Yeah, is, is, have they got a pub? <laughs>
1: Surely Every got town's a got a pub.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all you need. If you've got a
1: postcode, you got a pub.
0: you got a pub and I think that's a the place rule. to get a coffee. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. cool, sweet.
1: Sometimes you have to get the coffee at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> that's how those small towns work. I'm sure Dartmoor's got a little bit more it's going on. It's also the post office. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, I'm pretty sure that's how my dad got his licence in Dartmoor. I think he just had to drive the local police officer from the post office to the pub. Yeah. That's how he got it back in the day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so Jeremy Cameron. I, I, how did I not know this? It's, I mean, Cameron's obviously I mean, you don't
1: walk around thing. talking about Ancestry.com too much, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, right. some
1: people do. Yeah. If their ancestry is way more exciting. Yeah. Like, mine's not overly exciting. I'm just <laughs> a white woman in Australia. <laughs> there's not that much flavour going on with me, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm yeah, not going to harp Cameron. on... Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Trust me, there's plenty of people at my work that know that Jezza is my... Cousin, Um, he's just such a formidable player, and he just gets better and better.
0: He might win the Brownlow as a forward, which like this year. I'm calling it now. He's he's going to win it.
1: He's he's (laughs) he's just so incredible. His whole family is they're so beautiful. Yeah, and it's a different relationship because my section of the family we grew up here in Melbourne, whereas pretty much the rest of the family they're all out west. Right. So they've all grown up a lot tighter. And connected. So ours has been very much later in life through Facebook. That's right. how we connected through Facebook, I think,
0: how 13 do you, um, years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Right. So you didn't really, like, you didn't really know them? No, not at okay. all.
1: Just connected with the family around 2009. Actually, okay. Yeah, I hadn't long been living back in Australia myself because I lived in Canada.
0: Yes, okay.
1: And yeah. then I came back, and then Facebook was a thing, and then I met up with a couple of my uncles and aunties, and then we all just started editing each other on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah. You do a little uh, Cameron reunion.
1: Yeah, a little Cameron clan. Yeah, yeah. And then did Jazz go? Oh, well. See, I'm calling him Jazz now because <laughs> jazz- we're
0: we're mates. <laughs> You're in the fam. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I've caught up with him a bunch of times, like when GWS came to Albury and they played a game there, just, you know, get some people excited and when they were getting the the team ready. Yeah. And that's when they had Izzy playing in the team at that time. Yeah. Um, I was living in Albury actually doing radio then and so some of the family were there, we were caught up after the game. What haven't you done, radio? (laughs) You travel a lot. You travel a lot for for this gig. I've done Geelong, Warragul, Melbourne, Albury, central coast, yeah, sydney, gold coast, darwin. And then yeah, I did radio in the Canadian Rockies in a town called Canmore which is right near Banff. Okay. Yeah.
0: Don't know either of those places, but it's yeah. amazing. Nice. Is I, what it is. I assume the radio uh, scene is really nice over there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's lovely and they were willing to hire someone with an accent.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, but yeah.
1: there's heaps of Aussies on the slopes over there. Ah, yeah. oh, like, right. Yeah, heaps. yeah. I remember watching the grand final. Yeah. In the pub. When I was living in Canada with all the Aussies, we packed it out. Which grand final? The 2007.
0: 2007. Oh, the Geelong. Yeah, with the Cats. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, with the Cats. I
1: mean, there were some cat supporters and stuff that were living over there. We absolutely packed out the pub.
0: Yeah. To
1: watch the grand final there. Yeah. And that's absolutely a thing that'll happen. I
0: I assume there was no D's fans there, I suppose.
1: I I think they were just Cats fans in the pub that we were in at the time, but... Um yeah. So there's a my my world is just a constant mix of traveling for work, which is what you also do in comedy. Yeah, yeah. As well. So I'm doing that for radio and for comedy. And I've done that for sports hosting.
0: Yeah. As well. So do you go like if you're traveling around, do you like try to catch a game? Oh yeah. Because I I haven't I've only been like I want to go back, I want to go to Optus Stadium. Yeah. Obviously, because that's a you know, that's like the big time. We won a premiership there. Mm. Um, but like the west the western australian crowds just look amazing I would yeah. I just want to sit in a crowd where like I'm the only D's fan <laughs> surrounded by and obviously cuz like you don't really get that in melbourne and yeah. I, for some reason I just really want to do that cuz like I love the other day I went and saw um, like D's, the D's Sydney game yeah. and I like did one of those like upgrade your ticket mm-hmm. things and I went to like second level and uh, I was just surrounded by Sydney fans and I was like the yeah. only D's fan. Yeah. Um, and I had the time of my life and I was, <laughs> I was by myself too because like it was just on a whim because I live so close to the gym. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pop down and um, watch the game. And like obviously we got on top. And I just <laughs> pull like I'm surprised I made it out of there. Yeah. Because I was just being the biggest dick to everybody. Um, like, So
1: who copped it more? Like were you giving it to them more? Oh,
0: no, no, no. They the, All the Swans fans were really lovely. <laughs>
1: like, oh, I that's was so
0: nice. Being, I was just being <laughs> loud and belligerent because we were winning. <laughs> um, like they were yelling at the umpires, obviously, because that's what you do. Um, yeah. And then I was just the one guy in that Bay of Swans being like, good call up, excellent <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've I've been that that Richmond fan sitting in a stadium interstate away from your people, from your crowd. That must be so fun, yeah. It is pretty fun. Yeah. Not when you lose in that position.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would only do it like (laughs) now. I wouldn't have done it five years ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) No, I definitely want to go to Optus Stadium as well. It's such a different atmosphere when you get to go around and watch a game and see the fans there. I reckon one of the best – Games of footy I've ever watched was actually at Marara Stadium in the Northern Territory, so that's in Darwin.
0: Uh, Okay, yeah. It's
1: man, footy up there is life. I would love to go to one of those.
0: The best. It
1: was the best time living up there and being able to go out and watch um, just their local league as well, and people packing it out. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Hobart as well. Like that's a really good AFL a really good AFL scene. But whenever I travel also internationally, I'll try and watch as much sport as possible as well. So when I was in America, uh, I was able to go to SoFi Stadium in LA. That was pretty sick. Watch the Rams. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my fiancé, so he goes for the Timberwolves and they had a game with the Lakers. Yeah. It was Lakers' home game, but we managed to get seats just two rows back from their bench. (sighs)
0: <laughs> and that's the thing about no, like basketball. It's, it's like you're insane. right there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
1: insane. We're calling it crypto.com arena. But um, yeah. yeah. But I definitely try and do that. So if I can marry up my holiday with some sort of a sporting event to go check out yeah, yeah, yeah. another stadium, another arena, the yeah. atmosphere is incredible. But every single time, though, it genuinely gives me an appreciation for the MCG. Yeah. Because there is nothing like the MCG, that roar, especially when you've got a near-packed house. Yeah. You know, I, I've stood on the G when there's 100,000 people. Yeah. I What's don't, that like? I have no idea how the players are communicating. I genuinely yeah. have no idea because that sound is so loud and it swirls yeah. as well. So you've got the sound travelling around the MCG. Wow. And then coming onto the ground. That roar is Crazy, yeah, and so one thing for me, I guess, that I've been able to hear and then see and witness is that when you've got that big, that big crowd. So, when you've got Friday night lights, you've got a big crowd. Can you imagine somebody who's making their debut?
0: Yeah, god,
1: look at their face as they run out, yeah, when the camera is on them, look at their face. Because if if they've got a crowd over 75 80,000 for those Friday night lights, yeah. I cannot imagine the adrenaline that is running through them because yeah. the stadium atmosphere is genuinely electric. Like it makes the hairs stand up. Yeah. And the bigger that crowd gets that I, I don't know how they're focusing, how they're getting it done Yeah, because I'm just coming on and doing like a quarter time rap yeah. <laughs> or something like <laughs> that and I'm doing my best. I've just got to block it out. Yeah. I'm just, I literally just have to block out the crowd and talk yeah and ignore like i guess it's as if i've got this
0: yeah that's the only way i can
1: get my job done
0: because the crowd will act as like a one sort of unit kind of thing like you can't Mm. hear like individual things right when it's it's that when it's
1: that big not really yeah unless you've got someone who's super vocal yeah And super loud, hanging over.
0: How do you know if you're bombing in front of a (laughs) 100 crowd? It's
1: not quite the same as comedy. Yeah. Um, Look, nothing is worse. Can you bomb in front of it? Yeah, you can. You want to know how you can can bomb? (laughs) Tell the crowd that there's no kick to kick afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) That, that was the worst. I'll never forget the first time I had to announce that. Yeah. That was actually when I was up in Sydney. So that was when I was working with GWS. Right. And. Oh, it, wow.
0: And the GWS crowd turned on you. Yeah. Wow.
1: But like everybody, like not even just the GWS crowd. Yeah. because the the way that the fixture would roll, you would just safely assume that on a Sunday afternoon, you get to have kick to kick. That's what we grew up with. Yeah. You know, last game meant that you could run out on the ground. I grew up around the corner from Waverley Park footy ground. Yeah. We all knew we'd go there, pay $2 entry and we go and have kick to kick. That was babysitting on a Sunday for me growing up.
0: Yeah.
1: So then fast forward all these years later, I'm working with GWS and they just said, Oh, for whatever reason you can't, they don't want to muck up the grass today. I don't know why it was some crappy reason. So I had it in my script. I was like, Oh, I've got to be the one to tell them after the game. Yeah. And, you know, (laughs) GWS lost as well. So their fans are thinking, oh, well, at least we can run out, meet the players because GWS were really great at galvanising their community Community. right at the start, all that groundwork that they did from a grassroots level to try and get people invested, and it worked. Yeah they were very family focused right. from the get go so after after each of the games you could meet the players you can get them your photos with them signing your tops or yeah. and it, it was absolutely incredible and then we would facilitate a little family function afterwards and then you could do kick to kick yeah so it was something that they came to rely on those fans and especially the young kids too yeah and then now i've got to tell them that they can't do it <laughs> so
0: That's, how many, how that is people, how you is bomb
1: it? That How many say.
0: people? Because like back then, so that would have been like, tough. They, when they started. But it was it's still it, like at least crowds, ten thousand. right?
1: Oh, sometimes not.
0: Okay. Yeah, but still, like okay. So it was even low crowd, tough, that, yeah, like, like 7, 5, seven to
1: ten to twelve thousand. Yeah. yeah. And getting, then the ones <laughs> that are staying behind. Yeah. As well, and they'd be very so when you make the announcement, do they
0: boo? Yes, oh man, I would love to get booed by 7,000 people <laughs> for some reason. I don't know, that just
1: I would just find so much joy in that. So then, <laughs> comics to me talk about bombing, yeah. I'm like, mate, you've never been booed yeah, by 7,000 people, <laughs> 7,000 people,
0: also family. So you're getting booed by like the entire generation, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know it's going down, and you've got a three year old looking at you crying, yeah, like, I've ruined their day. So, <laughs> I guess. That, that is how you bomb, but there's not too much of it these days now. It's the, that kick-to-kick kick thing. Unfortunately, it's, it's not that big. People are doing it in Yarra Park. Yeah. After a game. Oh, you can't do it at Marvel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been... I don't think I've ever been on Marvel. Oh, no, I did. I did, I did a captain's thing. But, yeah, I, I haven't seen that.
1: Oh, I just did a captain's thing.
0: Yeah, 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 the captain's day. The yeah. captain's yeah. day when they get all the
1: photos? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. biggie. Just hanging weird. out with all the captains of the team. Yeah, uh, and, uh, all
0: the captains and Liam Duggan <laughs> for some reason. They just sent Liam Duggan <laughs> and he was my favourite person Like, because he had no idea why he was there either. <laughs> We like, he's in the leadership team, but, like, apparently Shui was, uh, like, they didn't want to risk him on the flight and stuff.
1: Right, okay. um, So, I just
0: sent Liam Duggan. He was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Morale. <laughs> yeah.
1: Energy good is son. important.
0: He, he's a good guy. I yeah. like him. Yeah. Um, so, doing the game day stuff, because, like, so what is the, because I, I only go, I mostly go to D's games. Yes. Right. Um, what's your favorite thing that you, because do you guys do the the entertainment thing, do you guys do like a kick it into the bin challenge thing or – because the Ds do like a yes. race. Like they –
1: Everyone does a race now. Everyone's they copy us.
0: Oh, did you guys start that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't – like do you have to sign a waiver before you do that? Because like I – Yes, you do. They do not pick the most – fit people to do that.
1: But why would you? It should be an equal opportunity. (laughs) I don't want someone who runs the VIS.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to see someone do a hammy trying to race Max I've seen people do their
1: hammies. I've absolutely (laughs) seen that. They've had a couple of blowouts on the MCG <laughs> in the years gone by, and now if I've never seen it. If there's been too much rain, there's yeah. absolutely no running on the MCG now because it's just too slippery.
0: Yeah, right.
1: For them, and there's been a, f- a couple of people to stack it. Yeah. Richmond are a team that are incredibly active with their game day activations, and they have been from the get go. Was you know part of the reason why they hired me? Yeah, they already had a game day host at the time. There were incredible James Sherry, who some people know from Amazing the TV show. You <laughs> may be too. You are too young. I am too young. Uh, It was a TV show that we all grew up with (laughs) and we so desperately wanted our school to be picked so that we could go on to amazing. So it was incredible for me to be able to work with James in that space, but the activations were so heavy that he, you know, he couldn't be everywhere all at once. Yeah. On the concourse doing the activations for the pre-records and then, because there's a lot of stuff that happens pre-game. And they would have their uh, family set up. They, there was an AFL playground that would be set up as well. There were more activations around the concourse back in the day. Not so much now. A lot of them happen in-game mm. um, or in within the stadium. But they would be set up outside the gates. Yeah. And Richmond would have activations for their family days at Punt Road as well. So I would be down there filming, trying to encourage fans to get there early mm. so that they could go participate in that and then walk up to the G, watch the game. So that was one of the reasons why I was hired Mm. was because they were activating so hard and engaging the AFL and the Richmond community that much. Mm. So it's changed a little bit and we've had different incarnations of races the, the biggest one, the most famous one, is Beat the Jeep, which is no longer. So there was a, a Jeep LED that would run along the side right. of the MCG for 100 metres. They would pick their speed. Yep. And if they were able to outrun the Jeep, then they would get a voucher for the Raw store to go and get merch. Oh, okay,
0: so you don't win the car.
1: No, you're not winning it. We did give away a Jeep once. That was pretty fun.
0: You gave away a Jeep? There? Literally
1: gave away a Jeep. Uh, i would probably been working. Uh, the fans had to sign up. For something, they had to register uh, and I can't remember if they had to be at the game or not. They probably had to go to X amount of games. And then they had to meet at Punt Road and they got paired up with a Richmond player. And then they were doing competitions, like handball competitions with like Revolt and stuff. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then right to the very end and then someone won a Jeep. (laughs) <laughs> One of the coolest things that I've gotten to give away, yeah. And that includes radio like I've given away a hundred thousand dollars on radio before, but that was that was really fun
0: <laughs> so I would love to like partner up with it like I, I feel like if I partnered up with a AFL player i would ha- they would have to adopt me as their like, like a sponsor show? Dad, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I'm gonna need you to check. On. I would just,
0: if I was just put in that position, I'd be like, "You are my dad now."
1: <laughs> Who do you want to be your dad?
0: I, Max gone. I just feel like he's, you know, yeah, he's he's everyone's dad. He, <laughs>
1: Max is everyone's dad. I think he'd appreciate that.
0: <laughs> uh, we we should probably wrap up soon, but yeah. um, a couple of standard questions. So, best best game you've been to the 2017 oh, Grand Final?
1: Easily yeah. the 2017 Grand Final for sure. Yeah, that nothing matches that. It was where such... were you
0: actually? Because you were work. We were working. I was yet? here,
1: there, and everywhere. I right. was like in the stadium for some parts. I was down at Punt Road, um, but <laughs> when when the siren sound. I was with the Tiger Army Faithful at Punt Road. Right. And that roar, pooh.
0: Oh, so you went on in the G?
1: No, I wasn't. For when the sirens sound, I I went back to Punt Road. Wow. And it was absolutely chockers there. Yeah. And that was really, really special.
0: I feel like that was a game that every, like, Richmond winning that premiership, I feel like everybody got on board with that. Yeah. Because, like, when I was... When I watched that, uh, I didn't even watch it. Yeah. But I, so, I was actually at Oktoberfest in Munich <laughs> when when that happened. And, like, I, I had my mate, my best mate who's a Richmond supporter. Yeah. And he didn't get to watch it at all. So we were, like, literally sitting at a, uh, like, the bench thing, like, in a tent in Munich. Just um, watching
1: KO on
0: your phone. No, like we're just watching the AFL app, oh. like just the scores, <laughs> and um, and like because like, uh, and I was with a bunch of so we had four boys, and then like we met up with a bunch of um, girls from high school, like our friends. We're all high school friends.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and we were just going off singing like the Richmond theme song nonstop. And it was like just a table of Australians and like all these Germans and other tourists around us are like, that is, that's not an Oktoberfest song. Like, what are they singing? Like, and we were just like, we had the Steins just smashing them on the table. I love
1: that a D supporter can even get on board with the Richmond theme song because it is the best. Yeah. It is the best theme song. It goes Richmond. I'm not saying that because I'm biased. (laughs) Do a survey.
0: It is. Yeah. No, it is. I think everyone agrees that. Richmond, I think maybe GWS after that. I just love that. It's pretty funny. Yeah. it's a great song song. (laughs)
1: yeah and
0: then like maybe D's down the bottom somewhere Frio. um yeah anyway but yeah Yeah. like everybody got on board with the 2017 grand final and like (laughs) yeah that was a great that was a great day for me um Yeah.
1: I think it's, you know, for a footy fan, it is one of those days that a lot of fans remember. Like I remember when the Doggies got their premiership as well. Yeah. And it'll probably, and same for the Ds. And I feel like you as a fan, you got robbed of that, Mm. which sucks. Yes. And the next one has to be St Kilda. That's going to be another one of those iconic days in history. Yeah. And provided that you're not a supporter of the team that they're up against in the grand final, (laughs) I feel like everybody would be on the Saints bandwagon. Like, if you're a lover of footy, if you're a lover of sport, I think that's the way that you tend to go. Yeah, I would
0: would love, I genuinely would love to see the Saints win one. I want to see Melbourne win one in Melbourne first. Absolutely. Because I live, like, near Swan Street, so I just want to, like, smash some windows on Swan Street Um, in (laughs) celebration first, and then the Saints can win.
1: Your face is so (laughs) like friendly, but the words are so violent. (laughs)
0: Do not condone
1: smashing windows, okay? Yeah,
0: I'm going to therapy. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Go run it out. Do you have ADHD? Do you you need to go do a lap? I
0: don't think so. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Anyway, uh, comedy festival show. You are doing a comedy festival show?
1: I am. It's called One Womb, Please. It is my debut solo show and it is all about my partner and I on the journey to have a baby. And this show is genuinely written for men. Yes. Because I thought, oh, I work on Triple M. How can I get these people to understand what I'm going through? And obviously anybody who's been through IVF or they've had fertility issues, they're going to get it. They're going to understand it. And it's great. And I had a couple in the crowd last night, Triple M listener, so he got the tickets. Mm -hmm. And his wife came up to me afterwards. She was like, I literally know more than half of that journey that you've been on. This is what I went. Just like that was incredible. So he got the tickets but the partner appreciated it even more and that's what I love. I just want to provide a really comfortable space. Yeah. Make you feel like you're in a room with your mate and we're just having a laugh about some of the cards that we've been dealt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I like about uh, your company. Yeah, because you do a lot of like crowd riffing and it does feel like you're just sort of hanging out.
1: Yeah. Um, I love chatting to the crowd. Yeah. People always like... What do you reckon about heir I'm like, it's cool, let's have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for it. Yeah. Let's let's go. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah, someone so, said, do not talk to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is all
0: about me. <laughs> Just you let me get this out. You can't make too much
1: eye contact with yeah. people <laughs> in the crowd. Whereas I'm like, I get down, I'm like, yeah, okay, what's your name? Know? And like, we're gonna know each other's cycle by the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> we are gonna be linked. We're gonna sync up. <laughs>
0: Sarah, thanks for coming on. Thank Chicken you so cows. much.
1: Oh. Uh, go tigs. Go tigs. I'm <laughs> glad that I could bring a syncing up joke <laughs> to this. That's what I bring. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, wasn't that a great episode of Kicking Gags with Sarah Cameron? Thanks again to Sarah for coming on the show during your festival run. As I said before, it's it's a, it's chaotic the comedy festival, so it, I appreciate everybody that comes on the show um, during that time. Um, don't forget that you can follow Sarah Marie Cameron on her Instagram if you want to catch her show One Womb Please sometime this year, and you can always catch the latest AFL news at Zerohanger.com. I've been Phoenix Trinidad. Uh, please tell somebody about this show if you like it. Tell your mum, tell your dad, um, tell your neighbour. Download it, put it on a USB-6, slip it in their mailbox. Don't do that. That's weird. Um, goodbye. Go days!